This podcast contains strong adult content, probably crude language, and general fuckery. So put those kids away. (laughs) Get them out of here. Good evening. A landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortion. Huge increases in sexually transmitted diseases. Transgender rights is a fundamental human right. There is a right to marriage equality. I repeat, speaking to you from the steps of the Supreme Court, there is a right to marriage equality. Should sex education be taught to our kids? Rolling back contraceptive coverage for women. To make sure that women get the health care that they need. So we've got a lot of work in front of us. Thank you very much. Hello. Um, I'm Robin. Yeah, hi, I'm Lacey. You're Lacey. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. <laughs> we like to drink. Yay. This is our podcast, and it's called Frisky History. Yeah. And we talk about uh, sex and women and feminism and reproductive health and some other bullshit and whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, you, yeah, I think I, I mean, covered all the bases. Seems... Yeah. Um, cool. Well, it's, <laughs> it's Wednesday, yeah. hump day, as they say when we're recording this. It's hump day every day we record this. <laughs> so, oh uh, boy. <laughs> um, how's your week? Is it good? Good. Is it fine? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, had a fun weekend on an island and yes. I've been doing some fun stuff at work. So honestly, it's good. Whoa. I know. I have Weird. no complaints. <laughs> Very strange. How about you? Uh, it's good. Everything sucks. Everything's oh terrible as usual. Um, actually, no. Things are actually pretty good because we moved into Your a house condo. is not ha- haunted, right? It's not haunted. Good. That's good. It's like I keep looking for all these signs. Mm-hmm. It's going to pop up when I least expect it. And I've been yeah. staying in the house alone mm. past couple days. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell anyone. <laughs> uh, but uh, stay tuned for Robin's address. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I haven't really gotten spooked, and we Ooh. even watched it, and <gasps> I didn't even get scared in my like own house. Well, I got scared during one? the movie. Yeah, the new one. Oh, um, I was going to say, did you not find that movie scary? Oh, it was very scary. But like, I could go to sleep without any That's trouble. Good. I feel like since we since I saw Hereditary, it was like. If I can watch this, I can really watch anything. Honestly, that movie is pretty scary. On the scale of like how tense and like not breathing you are during (laughs) most of it, that would say that movie falls into that category. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Oh, did you read the thing about the chick, the like nineteen-year-old who was running Uh-oh. on a trail in like Bellingham and <gasps> got uh, was like being followed, no. and then she like a guy tried <gasps> to attack her and she sprayed him with pepper spray. <gasps> you have pepper spray? We need to get some. I know, I don't have any. Okay, so I've been wanting we need to, get to order some. some off Holy of Amazon. shit! Because like she sprayed him right in the face, and that was like the thing that like saved her. Like she was <gasps> running with her dog, which I always think yeah. like at least my dogs feel like a layer. Of, like, if you're gonna attack someone, maybe I'm, like, the least, yes. like, nice uh, choice because I have two dogs that you had to kind of work around as well. <laughs> yeah. But I always no, feel didn't do way. anything. Didn't do anything for her. Fuck. And he tried I to, like, I think he, like, jumped at her and was, like, grabbing her, but <gasps> then she, like, sprayed him right in the face. And she told him, like, twice that she was gonna spray him in the face with pepper spray, and he was like, do it. So I'm thinking he thought, like, oh, she'll freak out and won't. Right, or she's bluffing. Yeah, or... oh, yeah, I guess maybe. Uh... But I feel like she had to be holding the pepper spray up in some way, yeah. so I don't know why he wouldn't. 
Or maybe he didn't think it would hurt that bad. Yeah, Come on, I that don't know, man. Stings. Yeah. Mm. Yesterday morning, I had to, Danny had to take the dogs out because it wasn't necessarily that anything was wrong. It was just like I was feeling weird about it because mm-hmm. there's like I've been getting. So when you come into my apartment building for context, you can like dial my apartment number and I get the call on my phone and I can hit a number to like let someone in. Mm -hmm. So I've been getting calls when I'm not home, when no one's home and when we're not expecting packages. So I'm like, I don't understand why someone's trying to get in the building by, you know, calling calling me. So I just don't answer them because I'm also like, I'm not going to talk to whoever's on the other side either because that might creep me out. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I don't want them to know I'm also like a girl because... Yeah. You know, I just totally. don't, like, don't want them to know anything about that yeah. apartment that they're dialing into. That's smart. And, but yesterday at like 6.30 in the morning, I got a call from the door. And Whoa. so I just unlocked the door and like stuck my head out. And there was just this like tall white guy standing at the door, but I didn't answer. I just hung up and I was like, oh, that's weird. Some guy's out there and he's trying to get in the building by calling my number, by calling our apartment number. And oh. then he did it again. A few minutes later, and so Danny went out there, like, walked down the hall and, like, opened the door and asked the guy if he could help him. And the guy was like, oh, I was trying to get to, like, someone else. And then he was like, "The when you look at the, like, uh, chart on the buzzer thing, mm-hmm. it actually does show us as, as the uh, one apartment down. And oh. it shows, like, I think that person as this oh. apartment number. So, weird. yeah, so that I think he was actually uh, just trying to call that guy. But he I was like, did he seem weird or like because that guy's kind of got some sketchy ass friends? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, did he seem weird? And Danny was like, well, he didn't really seem weird. He just like he was just standing there holding a like plastic bag full of clothes. And it's 630 in the morning. And I was like, mm. OK, well, I'll just wait a little bit before I go outside and take the dogs and. Uh, yeah. But then Danny was like, I'll just take them so that you don't have to go out there. So no, that that's, was that's nicer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's <laughs> sorry. Better. Sometimes I forget we're recording and I'm just telling you. Stories. No, it's I mean, that's why we do this. Anyway. Yeah. It's, I don't know. <laughs> so it's, everyone can but hear. it's creepy. I think you guys handled yeah. it well. That but did... after reading that article, I'm like, I need to buy pepper spray Ugh, and I need I to keep it on me. I don't know why I keep thinking like I forget where we live. Like this yeah. city is like just there's a lot of people yes and it's not like we have super low crime i know and it's like i always assume that like because it's a city there's so many people around that nobody would you know dare like to do that shit but you never know too because seattle people are they like to just not get involved in anybody's business no matter what the fuck's going on Mm -hmm. and i'm guilty of that too like uh, I heard a story where like a woman was uh, in Seattle she was like gardening or something and then like literally twisted her ankle and like fell and was kind of like yelling for help and like people just like walked by and pretended to not hear her Whoa. so that also scares me so I, I think... know but it's so hard because it's like you never fucking know like she I could be know. getting you to come over there so that some guy <sighs> can come out and grab Dude, you I know it's tough to know <laughs> so... when to help people <laughs> yeah because you've heard stories both ways so yeah. it's like I mean I honestly would yeah. honestly I would probably keep walking because yeah. I'm a if I was by myself it depends on how busy the street is like if the street's really busy and i know i'm in clear sight and it's like daylight Mm -hmm. maybe i would definitely take more thought if i was uh, about whether i'd do it if i was by myself if i was with danny walking that would be less of a problem although i still get scared like Mm -hmm. 
when Danny was walking down the hall, I was watching from the door because I was like, you just don't know. Like, then the motherfucker can get open the door and then he can get stabbed. Oh, man. That would stink. It's too much. I would hate that. Oh, shucks. <laughs> oh, shit. I knew it. Danny got stabbed. <laughs> Darn. That's just... Ugh, I hate that. <laughs> Good thing you didn't take the dogs out. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Anyways, to do, um, get pepper spray. Ah, anyway, sorry. that's our, you know, our occasional be paranoid, don't trust anyone <laughs> rant. Yeah, that that's the, big, quite the intro of this podcast has become is like, are you scared enough? Probably not. Probably not. You scared. should be more scared. I'm <laughs> so scared all the time. Good, I'm sleeping in my house alone tonight. If you guys want to know where I live. <laughs> huh. Okay, so, uh, shall we? Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. dive in. Let's do it, I'm excited. Let's get less scared. Um, so I'm going to be telling you a story uh-huh. about a woman named Victoria Claflin. Ooh, Victoria Claflin. <clears throat> she was born on September 23rd in 1838 Ooh. in rural Ohio. Okay. Are you hooked? Yeah. <laughs> it's this <laughs> wild already. In the 1800s in Ohio? Oh, yeah, oh, boy. baby. Let's do this. Um, so Victoria's mother, Annie, was illiterate and was commonly referred to as a slattern, which I learned is a a dirty, untidy woman. Oh. Um, her mom was c- often called um, an unpleasant old hag. <laughs> that is in quotes. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard that in a okay. while. So her father. I, I mean, I haven't heard it since someone yelled it at me an hour ago. But. <laughs> uh, her father, Buck, was a petty criminal and he also abused his children. Uh, Myra McPherson. Um, is Victoria's latest biographer, and she wrote in her book that Buck was, quote, a one-eyed snake oil salesman who posed as a doctor and lawyer. So he was a shifty dude. Okay. Um, Victoria had nine brothers and sisters, one of ten, so in case you couldn't do the math there. That's um, a lot of kids. There's a lot of children. Uh, she didn't start elementary school until she was eight years old and attended on and off until she was about 11. So mm-hmm. she had like less than three years of education. Mm-hmm. Um, and around this time, allegedly, she started to believe that she could communicate with three of her siblings that had died in infancy. Uh, and she thought that this like spiritual communication also allowed her to heal the sick. Um, and then once her dad found out, uh, that she believed to have these powers, he found a way to make money off of it. So he forced Victoria and her sister and her sister's name was Tennessee, which I love. (laughs) Um, uh, so he forced them to work telling for, uh, fortunes and contacting spirits. Uh, he traveled around with them in a wagon, advertising their services everywhere they went, Um, So they were really nomadic and impoverished and just had, like, a turbulent upbringing. Um, Soon after, the family went into the alternative healing business, selling life elixirs, giving massages, and offering cures for diseases uh, that ranged from, like, asthma to cancer. Hmm. That's so, a broad pretty intense. range of like <laughs> services. Yeah, get a shoulder rub, or I'll we can cure get your cancer. Cancer in 1838 with a magic elixir. Um, like and actually, later on, this claim <laughs> led Tennessee to Tennessee, Tennessee to <laughs> be accused. 
<laughs> to be accused of manslaughter in Illinois after oh, one shit. of her cancer patients died. <gasps> oh, sorry. Ooh, that that's bad luck. Yeah. To that's... be accused of manslaughter. Yeah. I guess someone died of cancer. Yeah, because she was like, I'll heal you with this magic, uh-huh. and it didn't work out. <laughs> so... Well, fair is fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, so, in 1853, when Victoria was 15, her parents pushed her to marry a doctor named Canning Woodhull. Uh, and it turns out that this doctor was a total womanizer, an alcoholic, and was addicted to morphine. Uh, I mean, don't <laughs> knock it till you try it, though, because that shit's dope. It's incredible. I've, I don't use Truly it recreationally, amazing. but yes. at one point I was in a hospital and needed it. Mm-hmm. And boy, boy, it was good. Howdy. It is I was like, I'm at pain ride. 10. I'm dying. I'm done for. And then they put the morphine in the thing in the baggie <laughs> hooked to the veins. And I was like, and I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's Thanks, hilarious. I can go home now. <laughs> is that what they give you for your wisdom teeth when you get those removed? Mm. If they go know. as far as giving you morphine, they may. I mean, I had a great time. <laughs> I didn't get fucked up. Like, I didn't, I don't think I got like loopy off of it though. I think I was just like, mm. out, like, my pain was completely gone. Like, hmm. it was like there and it was damn. the worst pain I've ever felt. And then it was Whoa. just gone. I don't think. Danny, <laughs> did I get loopy or anything when I was on morphine or did I just. Only the first time. Well, they had to, uh, my body was burning it off very quickly, and I threw it up one time, so they gave me, like, oh, immediately gave me more, and I was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> really? I, I know really, she needs it wasn't, more. So I don't know if that's the same thing as wisdom teeth, because I know people are, like, real fucked up when they come off of whatever they do. I don't know. I've also had my wisdom teeth taken out. Very different experience from the morning. You haven't? I have. Or you have. Oh, okay. Um, All four. <laughs> Not to brag. Yeah, same. All four at the same time. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. My bottom two had to be cut out because oh they were growing sideways. <gasps> Yikes. Oh, my God. That's pretty badass. I know. <laughs> I'll show you my scars later. <laughs> you can get up in my mouth. <laughs> my mom was, like, so horrified after my <laughs> wisdom teeth because I, I literally couldn't walk out of the building. Oh like, they put me in a wheelchair <laughs> nice. and pushed me out to the parking lot. And then I sat in the car and... I was like, that was so fun. Like, I don't know why I was so nervous. I was fucking terrified going into it. Really? I was like, because I didn't know I hadn't been put under mm-hmm. since I was like in third grade and I didn't know what it was going to feel like. And it was, I don't know, I guess I was in college, but um, I was fucking loopy. My face is so swollen. My yeah. mom was so scared. I think I was like maybe slightly too young. I don't know. I, I feel like I was like maybe a freshman in, maybe a freshman in high school, but I may have still been in middle school. Mm. So I feel like I was a little too young to really be too freaked out about it. Yeah. But I also don't remember a lot afterwards except for eating a bunch of Frosties. Yeah. I ate a lot of ice cream. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um... Anyways. Anyway. Sorry. Morphine just, teeth When stories. you bring up morphine, I get really, like... You're passionate Yeah. It's a subject I'm very passionate about. Um, so she was married to an addict. At 15. At <laughs> 15 years old. Yeah. Harsh. After Yikes. being... Wait, is it, this is Victoria. Victoria, yes. Okay, sorry. Tennessee That's was okay. the... She's the sister. Is the murder... The murderer. The murderer, <laughs> yes. Um, so Victoria and Canning had two kids together... Um, one was a mentally handicapped boy and then he had a younger sister and she blamed this handicap on Canning's drinking, but I feel like the morphine 
also may have played into that. I'm not a doctor. Um, <laughs> according to Politico, he forced her to remain in poverty by dressing her in rags while he entertained his mistresses with champagne and food and <sighs> gifts of silk and satin. So Bitch. she was kind of like the more of like the housemaid. The least um, he could do is give her nice shit. I know. I know. And he would just start, sort of flaunt these women around like... I'm a man, and Ooh. this is allowed. So, <sighs> man, I hope this yeah. turns into her killing him in some way. Oh, right. Anyway, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was 1853. So in 1864, uh, they got a divorce. Good for which, her. Yeah, she got out of it. Um, back then, it was obviously a much bigger deal. Um, no matter like what social class you were in, women were. Judged super harshly for getting divorced, but you know, boys, however, will be boys. Um, so true. <laughs> she ended up keeping the last name Woodhull throughout her entire life and through two more ma- uh, marriages. So she, Damn. so her name is Victoria Woodhull, and like I always, I I hesitate to call her that just because that's like not her, her given name and this guy was such a piece of shit but she did choose to keep the last name through marriages so i don't know i'm just gonna call her victoria because that's uh makes me feel better i'm gonna call her vicky (laughs) vicky um so 1866 vicky the illiterate hag yeah is that too much i'm just combining some of the names from her yeah so 1866 two years later uh, Victoria got married again to Colonel James Blood, which is a great name. Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> and he, of course, uh, fitting to the name, he is a civil war or was a civil war hero uh, and total spiritualist who believed in the ability to commune with the dead and believed in the presence of guardian angels. Ooh. So he was one of those hippy dippy whatever. Um, I just realized I'm wondering where where the like frisky history topic I comes know, into this right? mystery. And okay. then the episode ends. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, I I wanted to save it just because it's like she has such a cool life. Oh, yeah, I'm it's excited. Like, I, I wanted to tell the whole story like and have it. there be a twist. Um, a twist. <laughs> so uh, James Blood uh, was a political and social radical, calling himself a free lover who encouraged Victoria to learn more about women's rights. Um, he also lived in New York at times and convinced Victoria and her sister Tennessee to move out there with him. Um, so a couple years later, they moved to New York City. Um, they had... A fresh start from their days of fortune telling at their dad's forceful requests, but now they practice at their own accord, which actually led them to meet Cornelius Vanderbilt, who was the richest man in America at the time. Um, And they sort of, I think they sort of like sought him out because they knew he was sort of into that weird spiritual healing. Mm -hmm. Not that that it's weird, but yeah. (laughs) Um, So... He took a liking to them because he didn't trust medically trained doctors. Uh, He also had recently become a widower, and the sisters provided a spiritual and psychological solace to him that he hadn't found elsewhere. Interesting. Um, Yeah, and then he... uh, Also, him in Tennessee may or may not have had a fling. I don't know. It is rumored. It's also said that he and Victoria might have had a fling. Ooh. 
I don't know, free love, whatever. So he liked them so much that he set them the fuck up and he helped the sisters launch the very first woman-run stock brokerage company called Woodhull Claflin and Company. Uh, so, and on the day that they... So they went from <laughs> spiritual guidance to stockbrokers? Yes. yes. Cool. On fucking Wall Street. <laughs> Shit. Um, you know, as two women in the fucking 1800s, so, damn. Um, on the day they opened their offices, they dressed in matching outfits with their skirts, uh, quote, shockingly short for the time. Cute. Um, and that meant they were touching the tops of their boots. Yeah, I <laughs> Which I love. So, like, knee-length-ish... Yes, you gotta show what you can show. Um, And the biographer McPherson wrote that thousands of gawkers mobbed them on that day and newspaper reporters dubbed them as the queens of finance and bewitching brokers, which I love. Um, That is nice. Yeah. So a few years later... Victoria often spoke publicly on behalf of women's suffrage and even addressed Congress on the issue. She was the first woman to ever address a congressional committee. Ever. Uh, she ended up getting invited. Oh, sorry. Thought you were Kaylee. God forbid I tried to pet. Digby. Oh, what a tease. You gotta learn those clicking noises. You'll soon learn the Digby sound and the Kaylee sound. like, come here. Um, (laughs) so let's see. She ended up getting invited to testify before the House Judiciary Committee after happening to befriend Massachusetts Congressman Benjamin Butler. Um, on January 11th, 1871, Victoria declared to the panel that women had already won the right to vote under the recently enacted 14th and 15th Amendments, um, She said, because the 14th Amendment stated that everyone born in the United States is a citizen of the United States. Um, Amazing how we're like still arguing that. (laughs) Um, And the 15th Amendment says every citizen has the right to vote no matter race or color. Weird. (laughs) Um, She argued that women are... Citizen. I don't mean that that rule is weird. I mean that it's... Sorry. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. I love that she is like, her life has so dramatically changed. Oh, yeah. It's wild. Like, it's I like, feel like all the little girls in Ohio who are not aw. having a great time apparently yeah. moved to New York and shit just starts popping off for you. Yeah. You just got to But also, I'm sure she up. was like responsible for it and she did work and like, mm-hmm. and she, you know, put in all the whatever. But still, yeah, she like, pretty fucking impressive that she went from like, abusive dad to abusive husband where she wore rags <laughs> and then she was just like fuck that noise yeah getting more husbands and moving to new york yes yeah she was like a fucking firecracker um so uh yeah so she argued that the 14th and 15th amendment um she argued that women are citizens and the citizen who is taxed should also have a voice in the subject matter of taxation uh, the committee ultimately rejected her and her ideas, but she made history. Um, and this immediately propelled her into a leadership position among suffragists. Uh, so, 1870, the sisters uh, created Woodhull and Claflin's Weekly, which was considered a radical publication. 
Um, they express their ideas on social reforms like birth control, women's suffrage, and free love. Um, the journal also published the first English translation of Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto. Huh. Um, and this is the big one. This is like why I did this. Uh, she announced her candidacy for the president of the United States. Oh, so shit. she is the first woman I wonder- to ever run. If she, like, had a passion or interest in, like, politics or advocacy or, like, Mm. you know, national affairs, or if she just, like, developed that when she moved to New York because she was then surrounded by culture and, and, like, I just feel like Ohio in the 1800s (laughs) probably had nothing on New York. Totally. Where there was, where there were probably, she probably got exposed to, like, a lot more... Just everything, probably. Yes. Honestly. Just oh, all yeah. Of it. Totally. So I wonder if it was something that existed before, but she just didn't have, like, have, feel, she just didn't feel like she had a voice. Yeah. Or, you know, she was being suppressed by so many, like, inter- like external forces that she didn't speak up about it, or if it all just, she kind of got to New York and she was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking learn all this and I'm going to start talking about it and I'm going to fucking, mm-hmm. that's like, that's a hardcore turn (laughs) yeah it's fucking crazy (laughs) like some days i just like question whether i have the like confidence to do anything or if i'm just like oh i suck at everything i don't want to do any of it just i just want to hide and i don't care yes so to make that to go from like such a like i don't know abused Mm -hmm. like sheltered not in a good way but from the world because of the fucking patriarchy yeah. Then to just be like, I, here's what I have to say about that. Yeah. That's kind of fucking awesome. It is fucking awesome. And she's running for president now. She is running for president. And I think all of what you said is is right. Because I also think just the amount of people in New York totally surpassed Ohio at the time. So there's just more people, more ideas, more so. groups of people with different opinions. Um, yeah. It just... She dove in and she was like this is where I stand and she was she was fucking intense and it was crazy awesome like she is like was progressive for nowadays like if she existed today this would be like an amazing progressive woman so is she the very first (laughs) she is the very first woman woman to announce to ever yeah to ever announce her candidacy for the presidency um she fucking like women weren't even allowed to vote yet so she couldn't even like vote for herself (laughs) they (laughs) couldn't even vote till like 50 years after this so it's like she knew she kind of didn't have a chance but it you know whatever she fucking did it anyway she i don't know it's weird because like women weren't allowed to vote yet, but there was nothing stopping a woman from running for office. So she kind of found that loophole and was like, mm-hmm. "We you. have to do something." Yeah. So, fucking amazing. Um, she ran on the Equal Rights Party ticket, which was formerly the People's Party, and that supported equal rights for women and women's suffrages. Um, she promoted herself through her own newspaper, since nobody else was going to do it. Um, she campaigned on a platform of women's suffrage, uh, regulation of monopolies, nationalization of railroads, an eight-hour workday, hmm. direct taxation, the abolition of the 
death penalty and welfare for the poor. Um, I'm sort of, do you have a, I mean, this is a huge topic that's, that might be unrelated, but <laughs> what do you think? What's like your deal with like the death penalty? <laughs> you, I don't know. I, I have a very, okay. I have a very confused, like I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, but the one that I think like, cause when you present me with a person who has done something so horrific that I think it's fair for anyone to say that that person does not deserve to live. Mm. I understand that. Mm. And I am, and I, I can agree with that. The thing that I think I get held up on is just like putting that decision in the hands of people and my, I guess, opinion, sorry to (laughs) everyone, my opinion on humanity is not uh, very hot, like (laughs) it's not positive. Mm. I don't have a very high opinion of of people and the things that we're capable of on a wide (laughs) Uh, scale basis like I just like I I have been on a jury one time and I was I I sat through yeah it was like when I was in college I actually had to withdraw from a art history class Uh, I was pretty fucking pissed about it because I missed too many classes that's so fucked up (laughs) I was so mad and the teacher just would not fucking let me be I was like I was on jury duty and she was like sorry I know I I was so mad about that Uh, anyways not the point (laughs) Uh, but it was just like a couple who had stayed in a hotel um a local hotel and they uh, the woman had like fallen down the stairs and hurt herself mm. like hurt something pretty seriously and that she had to go to the hospital several times and like it, it took a while to recover and it fucked her up a little bit like permanently mm. um and there were like people who came in so it was like them suing the hotel for money to cover their medical bills and yeah. like pay for you know damages and and emotional whatever and um they even had like a builder a contractor or whatever come in and say that like the room they stayed in was not up to code like there was not a light switch in the like vicinity where it should have been there wasn't Hmm. this on the stairs you know like there were all these things that like the room wasn't up to code so it it was slightly more dangerous you know yeah it's still just a room but for that accident to happen the room was more prone to that accident happening or whatever but i um I sided with her, but then the minute I got into the room with the rest of the people who were on the jury, it was like almost everyone was like, fuck them. I think she's full of shit. <gasps> I think who like because there was one Whoa. thing where the woman was like on vacation. So she didn't tell her husband that like she really thought she needed to go to the hospital until like the night after it happened because she I'm assuming was trying not to ruin their vacation. Yeah, of course. Was trying to be like, I think it's okay. Like, I just don't, I don't want to like take up our hours and go to the hospital during our vacation. Like, I think that's totally plausible. And I know plenty of women who would probably do that. People break their arms and don't go like, yeah, like I I think that's a legit thing that she could have possibly done. But like people were just like fucking turned on them in no time and this and all they were asking for was some money from a fucking business to help them pay for medical expenses so when it comes to like a person's life and knowing the judicial judicial system and knowing like the things that can happen when people are wrongly convicted when they are like when witnesses are coerced when uh the people who they're trying like Mm -hmm. interrogations are are misleading or they're long or they're you know slightly abusive or whatever it is like to me there's just like 
there's too many factors and I just don't trust people enough. So that's where uh, I get like, yeah. I have a hard time. Like to me, the weight of saying like this person should die feels like a lot. I don't think yes. everybody thinks that. I think there right. are a lot of people who would be like, no, I've heard enough. Flip the switch. Like, let's do this. Let's fucking kill yeah. this motherfucker. I think they're guilty when they, who knows? Selfish, like yeah. there may not be enough proof. There may be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's where I like, I, it's complicated. I think it's a very complicated subject. If I had to choose, I would probably say I'm not for it. I would say I'm against the death penalty. Yeah. Please don't at us on Twitter. <laughs> My opinion does not matter. Like I literally can't do anything about it. I won't do anything about it. There's no reason to talk to me about this. It doesn't matter. I promise. My opinion means zero. So please don't at me. I know that was a huge question. But no, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with answering it. It's just like, yeah. I, it's very, I know it's very controversial and people have many reasons for thinking differently or thinking the same. And I think they're all prob- they're all valid. I'm sure. Unless you're just like a hateful, terrible person who wants to see people die. That one I may not agree with, mm-hmm. but like, I totally mm-hmm. understand reasons why people think it's good and why they think people deserve it. And I get that. And yeah. I, I totally can understand that and relate to, to the, f- the feeling. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know, just don't at me, please. <laughs> <laughs> no tea, no shade on that. I just don't know. Do you want to answer? Yeah. So <laughs> no, it's because I I'm like back and forth with it because uh, it feels. I used to think when I was like younger, I was like, well, like wouldn't a person suffer more in prison? Uh, I don't know. I that's sort of a weird. Uh, Weird well, way I mean, to like, think no, about it. I mean, it. I think when you're when you're younger, you're not thinking about like what it means to like you're not thinking about how it's your taxes that are paying yeah. for that or whatever. Right, like you don't think right, about those right, things right. when you're a kid. So exactly. it makes sense that you would think like yeah, just lock like, them well, up for forever just... and you're not really worried about it. Yeah, but then when I read like The Stranger Beside Me and I learned that you know Ted Bundy had the death penalty and right. after reading in detail of like all the shit he did to these right. women, I was like. Yeah, yeah, that dude should fucking die. <laughs> and yeah, he definitely deserves the f- what, three or four death penalty sentences that he was given. Most definitely. Yeah. He 100% deserves yeah, those. He was it's, a terrible, disgusting human being, barely. Totally. A human being, I mean. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's so, it's very troubling. Because I, I like to think that people can be helped. But then when you read a book like that, it's like, wow, this dude... He knows how to manipulate psychologists. Yeah. He yeah. knows how to manipulate everybody. And it's it's horrifying. It is. And I think if you if you And he escaped like twice. Yeah. He sure he sure fucking, <laughs> fucking did. Crazy. It so, is. So yeah, crazy. just like fucking kill us. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. It is, it's tough because I think if you do look at it from an individual's perspective, like a Ted Bundy mm. or, you know, like any anyone who's who's been responsible for mass shootings in the in america like mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah yes i get yeah i get it, yeah. it, it yeah. but it to me i guess i have to force myself to look at it from a larger point of view and think of all the people is it like is it worth a ted bundy sitting in jail forever if it means that seven eight twenty one even just one person who who isn't guilty doesn't get put to death wrongfully. Right. You know, because there's like the Memphis right. three guys who were put mm. in, who were c- 
convicted of of murder when they were 14 or something like they were little boys yes and damien the guy who like one of the he was like one of the most popular of the three i guess like he was like right he was coming up on his death sentence when they when they proved (sighs) that he was wrongfully convicted like he could have died and he didn't do it he didn't do anything and so it's like that's where i like it's hard because if you do look at it like it's ted bundy like fuck yeah fuck yeah (laughs) Yeah. yes but also he didn't even he didn't even uh admit to the crimes until like days before yeah but like the proof seemed it seemed beyond a reasonable doubt (laughs) like to me it absolutely was proof beyond a reasonable doubt there was no question like i think they proved it up to everything but a confession at that point like yeah, yeah. oh ted bunny is so scary horrifying god um so anyways now yeah. i can't even remember well it, it was just something because <laughs> it was something like okay so victoria woodhall she uh she was her campaign was part of her campaign was that she wanted to abolish the death penalty mm-hmm. um and while i was writing that i was like is that good is that bad i couldn't really tell so i wanted to talk about it because i still don't really know how i feel about it and it's i mean like that seems like one that i think it's fair to not totally know how you feel about it like that's a hard one i remember like taking this quiz a while ago that was like you know what uh i think it was like back when like uh bernie was still in the game and Mm -hmm. it was like what's what party do you most align with or what candidate best suits oh, yeah. you and I just wanted yeah, to take it. Yeah, I took it. that. Mine said and Hillary. <clears throat> and I, I was mine like, said mm, Bernie, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, like I was like, mm, pretty yeah. sure you just gave me Hillary because I'm a girl or something because I definitely should have been leaning on a Bernie burn. side, but... Feeling the burn. Yeah, he... It, it was... One of the questions I just remembered was like, what's your opinion of the death penalty? And I was like, I don't fucking, what? Yeah. Ooh, that's I mean, heavy. That's, and it was like, me- yes, no. <laughs> I was like, oh God. <laughs> There's no like thing for you to write like a hundred million characters know, about like, like well, yeah. if it's Ted Bundy. <laughs> no, but yeah. again, let me repeat. Our opinions don't matter. So who cares? Oh, true, true, like, true. It, we, yeah. They Disclaimer. Don't add Surprise. Us. We are not professionals yeah does not matter what <laughs> i think it it's strictly an individual's opinion who does not it doesn't affect your life so yeah like, please don't be mean to me on the internet yeah, just don't i don't want to have don't. discussions about it yeah i don't want to read articles that prove me wrong <laughs> i don't care i don't care i'm not gonna read I'm them set in my ways so um yeah okay well anyway so she uh long story short she was forward thinking for her time to say the least um so she wanted a society uh free of a government that makes laws which interfere with the rights of any individual man or woman black or white to pursue happiness as they may choose um pretty legit yeah yeah and she also advocated uh, giving women the right to marry, divorce, and bear children without government interference. <laughs> if only. <laughs> what must that be like? Yeah. Um, scary. It's fucking scary. It's so fucking scary when you go back and look at what like what was happening in the 1800s and how much it reflects what's happening now. It's mm. fucking so yeah. scary. Yeah. I mean, what? It, like, what? I just would love to know what it's like to be a woman who feels like she 
has mm. all the control over her own body. That must be mm. fun. That must be fun. Mm. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, so she also opposed what uh, she termed sexual slavery, which was the double standard of allowing married men to be unfaithful, but stigmatizing and ostracizing women, uh, married women for the same behavior, mm-hmm. which like, damn, good uh, for her. good for her. Uh, I mean, probably bigger issues when you throw around terms like sexual slavery <laughs> that you well, could have addressed with that. But you know what? It's still good. Uh, yes. That's still a um, fair point. Right. But she also uh, advocated for legalized prostitution, um, which is huge for yeah. like the 1800s. Like, damn. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I'm pretty sure that would even be taking technically a step back because I would imagine prostitution, like, uh, prostitution was legal and it was like a reputable business Mm. at one point in history before it became illegal. Oh, that's right. So she probably, she was actually like, look, look, we've, why don't we just go back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to what we've already done. But that would be great. It would be great if we could respect and and regulate sex work so it's safer and Yeah. Exactly. That's the like, most important thing I don't is know, that you it's can just tax it. Old. Get money, government or whoever is yeah. in charge of these things like you do with weed. Yeah. Just regulate. Um so these policies uh, gained her the support of socialists, trade unionists, and women suffragists. Uh, cool. However, the conservative leaders of the American Women's Suffrage Association, like Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton, they did not love her. Um, Susie B. wrote in a letter, both sisters, uh, her and Tennessee, are regarded as lewd and indecent. Mm. Uh, and later when Susan B. Anthony and Stanton and... Matilda Jocelyn Gage published a a comprehensive history of the women's suffrage movement in the 1880s. They left Woodhull out entirely. Uh, Even though she was really prominent. Um, Yeah, that's what happens when you have what are radical views at that time. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I also don't think Susan mm B. Anthony was the best <laughs> I think that nothing like I think throughout all of history and now like women I don't know as a gender we're not we just can't quite get on board with backing up each other mm-hmm. you know like we just don't have that yeah we don't have that connection as a gender that that where we can look at it like what's best for us, which clearly like men have to have, right? <laughs> right? Like that yeah. has to be how they became leaders and suppressors and mm. like white men mostly, but like mm-hmm. they had to, to have some sort of like let's get together and let's fucking take it. Yeah. Women just haven't quite made it there yet. Yeah. We we seem to like to tear each other down for many reasons. So I'm not really surprised that that was it's true. happening then. You know, like a woman trying to fight for something that you're trying to fight for 
Mm. But she just has other views. It's like, oh, you know what? You don't exist to me. Yeah. Which seems kind of nuts. Yeah, that's a little scary. Um, One day, maybe. Uh, I don't know. We'll get I don't there. Have any answers. Girl power. <laughs> Girl power. I know. I do. I do think that, um, at least among like my friend group, we're more about bringing each other up. Mm-hmm. And we try to consciously be that way because yeah. I I remember even then like I do I do sense like a big difference from like my high school friend group to like now mm-hmm. where in high school it was like I love that you just like do your makeup like that that's so you like really oh, passive aggressive oh, absolutely like. <laughs> absolutely yeah oh yeah I had a I wouldn't call her a friend but I had a <laughs> acquaintance who was like that who gave me yeah, that like just dragging you down and she actually I actually saw her right before I got married which was only two years ago and right. she did the same fucking thing to me <gasps> then too and I was like mm. you are petty you're so petty <laughs> and also and i don't give a fuck just so self-conscious to the point where you have to like take it out on other people mm-hmm. like i hate myself yeah but i'm never gonna let that show and, like, on you it's like <laughs> i want to be a bitch back because that's like my natural totally. inclination but one my mom was there so i couldn't oh i don't want to be a bitch about my mom Aww, but like it was basically sweet. like i said something about having pink hair because i hadn't done my hair yet uh it was mostly like white blonde because it all right. washes out or whatever so i was like oh yeah i just have to do like my my hair is gonna be pink and then or my mom was like it's gonna be pink and she was like well that's interesting and my thought the thing i wanted to come out of my mouth was well some of us have to be but that did not (laughs) because i don't want to be a bitch and instead i just smiled and i was like petty (laughs) oh are you getting married tomorrow or is that (laughs) i'm sorry have you always hated me because you just don't like it that i do this i don't know why oh my god probably because that's fucking adorable whatever she can go Hi, kick Katie. rocks. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> on those apples. That's the thing. You like apples? <laughs> Suck on <laughs> my apples. <laughs> That's good. Um, oh, man. Shit. Come on, ladies. We'll get there one day. I know. It's hard. It's like that John Mulaney bit where he talked about there being an all women's oceans movie before uh-huh. there actually was one and he was like if they made like uh it w- made it with like an all-female cast it would be like they're bl- breaking into a place and they turn to each other and they're like i love how you just wear anything <laughs> <laughs> so but it's sad but true in some cases true. I know. not in all i feel like we're making progress and being yeah just be less and petty and, and just not tearing each other down i mean to be fair though it's not all of us yeah, it's you know, true. there's a lot of, of, of societal pressures that that kind of put us in a box where we we feel like we have to be against each other. Mm-hmm. So we also have to fix. Those oh, for sure, that's before. definitely the main issue. Is like we're told to <laughs> tear each other down. Yeah, it's like if there can only be one woman in this position, or you know, mm-hmm. our looks are su- of such importance, <laughs> you have to, and that equals worth, and you have to be the yeah. prettiest one to be worth the most. Don't listen to them, mm. girls. You're all worth way more than boys, in my opinion. No <laughs> Tino <true>. shade. <laughs> my whole episode was just some passive aggressiveness <laughs> towards people. 
Oh, I'm just like, I'm actually a Seattleite now. Oh. Whatever. People from Washington are very passive aggressive. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yeah. It's everywhere. I feel like that's it just like a everywhere. thing here. To, like, maybe you guys it's don't weird. like being rude to people's faces. Yeah. I wish you just would so I know Sometimes what you're thinking. Sometimes it would be so nice if it could just be like, <laughs> could you just tell me to my face yeah. these things instead of like going around them? They're very, it's very difficult when you do just that. Just be an adult about it and don't sneak around i don't know it's weird because every time i'm having a conversation with a person i just Mm -hmm. met in seattle i'm like what are you actually thinking though (laughs) there's like this feels even if they're being perfectly nice and maybe that's exactly how they're being and there's no alternative motive ulterior motive whatever i just am like you don't like me and i'm gonna find out why (laughs) <laughs> Listen, let's get real with each other. Okay? That might be more of like a me problem. <laughs> now that I'm saying I don't it know. I've only experienced it in, in professional situations, but I also, yeah. that being said, don't socialize <laughs> with many people outside of professional situations. This is very professional. So this is the most professional situation. I'm sweating. I can same. feel it on same, like same. my, I feel like my whole shirt's going to be wet when I say it. It's fine. It's good. It's good. This closet is professional and it's good. And I don't know how you drink wine so much faster than me. I love to drink. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like usually when I. I, How did you do it? How do you do that? (laughs) You're just like, I down it like I'm a freshman in college. So. um, Stay young. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I'm just impressed by it. I do drink it. so... I just... I'm so impressed by it. Because <laughs> when I do an episode, gross. <laughs> I feel like I talk so much that I barely drink my wine because I'm just like... Meh, 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 meh. But you <laughs> have done a whole episode and you still finish your wine before me. This is all complimentary. Oh, this is not passive aggressive. I promise. <laughs> okay. I'm actually very... I love how very, fast you drink wine. I love how much of an alcoholic you are. It's there was so like, you. My friend, uh, I visited home, and she's been my friend since, like, second grade. And mm-hmm. she saw my iPhone, and I still have the iPhone 5. Oh, yeah, And she I was know. like, oh, my God, I love that you still have that. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> but she was like, no, it's actually, like, really cute. I think it's so small and cute. And I was like, this, this isn't working for you. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a nice compliment that you're giving me. It sounds like, oh, that's so cute. You're so poor <laughs> you still I have, love that you don't have yeah, any money to upgrade it is you know the what? same phone that i did no. drop in my own piss like a year ago oh my ago. god you know what's so weird i was just about to say you may have an old phone but it's not like you're any better if you have a new one because i've dropped mine in the toilet twice and you did. they were public toilets oh same mm-hmm. yeah oh no i will say i hadn't used them yet so that's like a plus but oh. honestly my pee may have been more sterile than the toilet <laughs> that I dropped them into two times. I mean, it still works though. So, oh, and I like sanitize it or whatever. Yeah, you do what you can. You know, like, I mean, I, I ride a public bus. Like, trust me, I'm not clean ever. Disease ridden. Oh man, today was a bad bus ride. Today oh, was a no. bad bus day. It was smelly. It was a lot of oh, smells, fuck. and it was hot, and it was crowded, and it smelled Ooh, like the pee. Hot- the hot buses are they're coming they're coming in yeah hot. they Oof. really are it's summer not looking forward to in it seattle on the bus it Oof. fucking sucks Oof. oh god we've gotten off track yes we have you can Apparently. tell i've been drinking very <laughs> <Sorry>. quickly <laughs> 
Would you would like more? Would it be weird if I no, took No, I brought the bottle in for that reason. Love exactly. you. Oh, okay, I love. Glug, 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 That's perfect. That? Oh, me. <laughs> okay. You ride the bus. That's true. That's or, true. Or I can drive you. Well, we'll no. It's, how I, I mean, you just <laughs> finished off the wine. <laughs> <laughs> or I can drive you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're like guzzling. Ah. <laughs> Let me just finish oh, my alcoholic like my beverage mother. and then I'll get the car <laughs> behind the wheel. Don't you feel safe? Oh, fuck. I feel like I'm, I'm sweating like out any alcohol. I'm sweating and I'm so. crying and my eyes are sweating and everything. Oh, All right. God. So where, where, where the we? fuck were we? So um, our podcast, Our Rules, go fucking cry mm-hmm. about it. Don't add us. Don't add us, please. Um, <sighs> I am nowhere near that confident in person. I would never say it to anyone's face. Anyway. What, don't add us? Yeah, like, this is our podcast. Oh, our that part. rules. Mm-hmm. Okay. But true, <laughs> I though. feel like you can definitely see the progressive uh, drunkenness of me throughout this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, women's suffrage. Yes. Um, where the fuck? Okay, so they... Right, so Susan B. Anthony... And all her, all her leaders, they all left Victoria Woodhull out of their comprehensive history of the women's suffrage movement. Um, mm. So they, they snubbed her. Um, they were shocked by more of her uh, extreme ideas, and they instead supported Horace Greeley in the election instead of her um, Horace... Horace, that's a great, good name, um, <laughs> campaigned against alcohol, tobacco, gambling, prostitution, and capital punishment. Um, however, his main concern was the abolition of slavery. Um, he was interested in socialist and feminist feminist ideas, so he was slightly forward-thinking, but not as forward-thinking as our girl, Victoria, um, but forward-thinking nevertheless. Um Horace hardly had a Always shot. Always good when you're forward thinking <laughs> to an extent. To an extent. He's like, uh, he's inching. He's inching. I mean. It's like fine. Um, some some feminism going on in his brain, maybe. Uh, but he hardly had a shot at winning the electri- yeah. elect- electron. election, let alone Victoria having a shot. Um, and they were up against Ulysses S. Grant, <laughs> who ended up winning by a landslide. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the public was outraged that a woman would have the gall to run for president while women weren't even allowed to vote. Um, she took a lot of shit for her radical ideas, but also for her many relationships. Um, so it's so like that's blood fun. out of the equation? Um, she, well, since... Uh, blood was such like a free lover and like they so they were just kind of like all over the place living it up Um, I mean you know nothing weird about an open relationship now I mean it's still actually kind of taboo but it's a little taboo I think but I think it's now if you hear about it people are just like oh my god that's weird rather than back then it was like fucking whores yeah, it it kind of sucks. It shouldn't be taboo, but it's like. Yeah, I mean, we're slow moving. We are fucking we, slow moving. Accepting things. We like to move backwards a lot too. Um, but at one point, she lived with her ex-husband, her husband, and her lover all in the same apartment, which is like fucking baller cool. if you can emotionally uh, handle that. Yeah, <laughs> it depends. I feel like living alone and having them on the side <laughs> sounds more ideal. Oh yeah. 
I or just so like too. I don't know, like three living with three men sounds like a lot. Oh yeah, but I feel like she was she was probably like, Oh, you need a place? Come on over, everybody stay, everybody's chilling. I just picture like a bunch of like pillows all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fucking uh, and she's not emotionally attached <laughs> to anyone. I thought that there was more to that sentence. Like, everybody's fucking... Mm, fucking... That's all. <laughs> Period. <laughs> oh. So she also uh, went on a lecture circuit, and she often spoke about sex, um, saying, among other, among other things, that women should have the right to escape bad marriages and control their own bodies. Um even more shocking to Victorian sensibilities. Uh, she was all about free love. I realize now that Victorian might be confusing because that her name is Victoria, but it was the Victorian era. I think we got it. Just, uh, <laughs> did you get that? Got it. Do you need a pen? Done. Okay. <laughs> Extra letters. Sorry. <laughs> um, so she also said on her tour, I want... Uh, I want the love of you all promiscuously. It makes no difference. She just went right out and said it. It makes no difference who or what you are, old or young, black or white, pagan, 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 pagan. Oh boy. Pagan. I'm okay. now real now that I'm saying no, all it's that, all right. it is pagan. You can. It's <laughs> Lord. Glory of editing. <laughs> black or white, pagan, Jew or Christian. I want to love you all and be loved by you. And I mean to have your love. <laughs> so Get she it. was like, let us fuck. Mm-hmm. I, like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's from Zach and Miri make a porno. Yeah. Don't want to take credit. No, would love to. Though. But um, during a lecture in New York City, she declared her vision for an inalienable constitutional and natural right to love whom I may to love as long or as short a period as I can and to change that love every day if I please. Um, which Fuck is yeah. great. Cool. It's fucking great. And it's just, she was more out for just destigmatizing, uh, I guess, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> I you can even look like way. beyond the, the literal things that she's saying she wants to do and just be like, it's cool that you were just like, I want to do this, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna. Yes. Like, and it doesn't matter what's, like, what's appropriate by society standards, and I just want to, so I'm going to. And it's like, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. no matter what. I mean, it's not cool if you're like, I'm, I want to be racist. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> Don't, that's not okay. But, like, I just feel like it doesn't you know matter. I, be. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's like, it's not even about, I mean, it is cool the stuff that she was like, you know, going after the whole free love thing, but it's just cool that she didn't care about anything except what she wanted. And she wasn't hurting anyone, yeah. so. And she wasn't hurting anyone. And I think it's amazing that she got to like travel around and speak about all this stuff at that time and Mm -hmm. that's a huge accomplishment in itself so um yeah uh i mean obviously uh there was uh some lashback but um (laughs) oh bow boy (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) i sorry i was like thinking of that word and i was like you got it (laughs) And then I said it. <laughs> the thing that was 
funny is just how smoothly you said it and like didn't even like skip a beat and just kept going but I just couldn't not because of that it was your delivery that made it funny we all like fuck up letters and get dyslexic about shit but it was just like you were just like yeah lashback like that's a word because it's like I I I had it I literally pictured the word in my head because I was like that's might be wrong but it's like you got it you got it and then I said it and then you laughed. No. <laughs> Sorry. So, it wasn't even that you said the word lashback. It was just <laughs> It was just your smooth fucking like <laughs> delivery. That's a word. I'm moving on. Shut up. And that just made me laugh so bad. It's a word. Uh, it's a word now, so cool. Fuck. <laughs> okay. You know what? Fuck all of you who think it's not a word. Look it up. <laughs> Fucking Google it, I'm going to add it to Urban Dictionary. Yes, do, please. Um, oh, fuck me. So, uh, her public <laughs> remarks about sexuality and social reforms were also held against her. Uh, and her support of socialism, because of how radical it was, uh, considered at the time. <laughs> Anyway, it was sort of known that she did not have a chance in the presidential race. Sure. Uh, But she tried, which is the important part. I mean, yeah, we all kind of knew she wasn't going to win if we can't even get, like, women voting rights. (laughs) I know, man. But, like, fuck yeah, she didn't care. I'm sure she knew she wasn't going to win. Yeah. She did it anyways. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to fucking do whatever I can. I I feel like it was probably, like, a big fuck you of, like, oh, you don't want to give me the right to vote? Well, you know what you can't stop me from doing? Trying to become the president. Yeah. So I'm going to do that instead. How about that? Yeah, watch me. Even though she, like, definitely knew she had no choice. I mean, no chance of winning. Yeah. Um, So a few days before the 1872 election, Victoria published an article in her newspaper that exposed the most famous preacher in the country... Henry Ward Beecher as an adulterous hypocrite. (laughs) Um, She said that she wasn't charging him with immortality because she supported his enlightened views, but she was charging him with hypocrisy. So um, she was basically like, hey, man, it's cool that you want to like love up on everyone, but stop like going around the country and preaching to Mm -hmm. people. You know, you can only be with one person when you're fucking everybody. So people like love that people lost their shit um, because he was so loved nationally Mm -hmm. um, and his supporters. You know what? They always are until they're not. Exactly. Exactly. Until they're proven wrong. Um, You need like literal fucking proof. They're like, it's not true. Whatever. Um, So his supporters were livid and they helped garner arrest warrants for Victoria and Tennessee on charges of sending obscene material through the mail. Hello, Comstock. Fucking Fucking Comstock. Always. It always never get around him. It's insane how much he comes up. Uh, Yeah, you really fucking insane. He's just like always like hanging in the back, like, hey, (laughs) I'm also here. Did you forget about me, (laughs) Anthony Comstock? I'm here still. Oh God. Um that dick face. That fucking dick. So it turns out Check it out, episode something. Episode three probably. Yes. That sounds right. Uh Comstockery. Full on comes <laughs> Okay, find it. Uh, subscribe. To it turns out, <laughs> um, years and years later, after the preacher died, his mistress confessed that it was all fucking true. So, fuck that. Um, mm, did anyone believe her? I think at that time, it, it's kind of like nowadays where it's like, oh, that's old news. <laughs> 
Um, and oh, people so hardly even like, like oh, yeah, remember. Yeah, right. Like, we oh remember yeah, whatever, that. it's over. People just like needed more reasons to get. It, this is my opinion, but I feel like people just needed more reasons to get pissed at Victoria Woodhall mm-hmm. because she thought she could run for president, and you know, God forbid. Um, and yeah. it, the timing right. might not have been the best on her part because she probably knew people were going to freak out. I don't know if she was really like try. I mean, she was trying to win, but like she was, I think, more trying to just talk about her viewpoints and. All yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe she was like, I got nothing to lose. Like, I'm not going to win. That's totally it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have yeah, yeah. nothing to lose. So I might as well call you out for being a fucking hypocrite and try to, like, fucking... Shake the shit it, up. Yeah, like, expose She's like, you. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shake awesome. the shit up. And, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Exposed in front of everyone. <laughs> so... Her and her sister, Tennessee, I just want a movie to be made about them because they seem like such like a Thelma and Louise type. Yeah, I was thinking But that like too. in the 1800s <laughs> and like running for president. I don't know. I think it'd be fucking Fuck awesome. Yeah. Um, but they were in and out of jail a lot, but they also faced, which is <laughs> <laughs> fun. Um, they also faced libel charges over a second article that accused a Wall Street trader of getting two teenage girls drunk and seducing them. Um, hmm. And so they got arrested for writing that article. Okay, um, yeah. sounds right. Mm-hmm. Police took the sisters into custody on November 2nd, and they remained in jail for about a month, so she was Damn. in jail on election day. Well, yes. So she couldn't vote anyway, so. I know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's like. <laughs> you didn't miss anything, fuck. I guess. Oh, man. That yeah. is fucking crazy. I love history. It's so fun. <laughs> it's like fucking crazy. Sometimes, I don't know, man. Sometimes yeah. I think about it. I'm like, I, they, we literally could not vote. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Anyway. Yeah. And you're white. So, and I, <laughs> you know, and I am white. <laughs> like, ew. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh God. Kill me. So, uh, yeah. So she was in jail on election day. Uh, her name, her name appeared on ballots like only within a few of the states and it was reported that her vote her votes weren't even counted so people were not taking her seriously obviously um and she was completely disrespected throughout the process but it doesn't seem like she cared (sighs) yeah she was she was like she was like fuck it i'm just gonna keep exposing you assholes uh and you can't stop me nope Except for when I'm in jail. <laughs> Except for when you arrest me, I might. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a little stopped then, but. But when I get out, watch it. So additional arrests followed, including one after Woodhull snuck up on stage in disguise in order to give a speech. I wish I had more details about that, but that's all I have. But that's fucking amazing. <laughs> she was like, I'm picturing her like tiptoeing. Uh-huh. Uh, Wearing like a mustache. Yeah, but they were like, go get her. Um, <laughs> So, you hear Digby uh, snoring. Oh, that's Digby. Yeah. Do you think that was Danny? That's I Digby. Didn't, I thought it was like something outside. Oh no, or that's like a Digby. motorcycle. That's Digby snoring. <laughs> yeah. You can like feel it. Yeah, you can. In your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's a dog. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, I hope you can hear it in the podcast. <laughs> um. So. One of the so the sisters, one of their harshest critics included Harriet Beecher Stowe, um, who was you know the the author of Uncle Tom's Cabin. Hmm. Um, 
she called Victoria a vile jailbird and an impudent witch. <laughs> and then uh, cartoonist Thomas Nest, who depicted, uh, he depicted her as Mrs. Satan, which I love. Love that. That is pretty, that's Not cool. Ms. It's Mrs. <laughs> Satan. She's married to the devil. Um, nice. So in 1876, she divorces blood. Divorces blood. Fuck. Well, that's his name. But it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's like, good. It's I'm getting divorced name. from my own blood. Yeah. I want it out just of my get body. get it out of me out of right life. now. <laughs> good name. <laughs> so, uh, and then her, she stopped her publication <laughs> with her sister, um, she was basically just like a huge target of hate and ridicule and, um, she took a total beating in the press. So she and her sister decided to move to England for a fresher start. Oh. Um, there Victoria married an English banker <laughs> named John Biddulph Martin. Okay. Amazing. Um, and his mother completely disapproved, disapproved, yeah. disapproved, yeah, did yeah. not approve of their fucking <laughs> marriage, Yes, but whatever, they got married anyway. Good, um, good for her. I bet she was, I bet she was like, what, like, I bet he was just like, you're incredible. Like you're, yeah. who are you? I've you're never met like a woman. Other girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly though, I bet it was because I bet she wasn't like other girls. No, she's fucking She's awesome. got the, like, like fucking rap sheet to back it up. Yeah, I think she probably went in there and she was like, this is what's happening. This is who I am. This is what Here's you are to me. Here's my fucking jail record. <laughs> Here's what I love and going I, to jail. <laughs> I was almost the president of America, so mm-hmm. yeah. fuck with me. So suck on that. Yeah. Um, and date me. And marry me. Uh, fuck. Yeah, your mom... It doesn't matter. Yeah. So <laughs> she, she started a magazine with her daughter called The Humanitarian, and it ran for nine years. Um, the same year she started that, uh, she traveled uh, back to the U.S. to run again for president, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, spoiler, she did not win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she was like, she was passionate about it she wanted to change people's minds back there but anyway so her husband died in 1901 and left victoria his car and she then became one of the first women women in all of england to own a car um she then lived the life of a wealthy widow in a manor house on a 1200 acre estate so like where the fuck is this movie because just that ending alone yeah like imagining her on all this property this beautifully maintained property and driving around this fucking swanky car i don't know uh she she died in england at the age of 88 which is a really fucking long yeah, that's time a, to that's live an old age in that <laughs> time period for sure uh i think she lived a pretty outstanding life. yeah fuck yeah she was cool yeah she was way cool. She was pretty awesome. Go yeah. her. Go Victoria. Yeah. And I guess Tennessee, it kind of seemed like she fell away for a second there. Yeah. But it seemed like she was right There's there There's not with as her. much about her because she didn't run for president. So Lame. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there should also, I mean, she had 10, well, she was one of 10 siblings. So it's like, they've all got to have stories. I don't know. I don't it's know. Some like of you them just, could totally suck. That's true. They're like, I, I lived in Ohio and died. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I don't know anything about yeah, Ohio. I know zero things about Ohio, and I am not going there. I've like- given people enough of a reason this episode to come at me. I am not going. Ohio seems lovely. I don't know. I flew out of Cleveland once, cool. and I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it was too crowded and that's my opinion of ohio okay. that seems fair that applies that to seems all of ohio like factually based and i'm okay with it your museum's too i'm crowded, pretty sure i've never too many children been through or in or above ohio don't know hmm. can't say can't wow. say wow <laughs> no fascinating <Amazing>. stuff. <laughs> riveting podcast almost as interesting as her siblings life stories yeah <laughs> um so that's the story of Victoria Woodhull. Loved it. Thank um, you for sharing. Yes, of course. She was great. She was great. She, she was, seemed she was a freaking rock really star. Really? Fu- that's Kaylee. The dog? Yeah. <laughs> She's hiding in the darkness. She's like, excuse me. So should we try a new thing? Yes. This was um, Lacey's idea. Uh, she thought of reading out some misconnections. I love misconnections. They are really funny. So fun. I've I, I've only read them like once. And it was really fun. I just never like revisit it cuz I don't know. I think it's, it's I think I just dumb. enjoy <laughs> seeing the things that people find significant. Yeah, like whether yeah. they're describing a person <laughs> or like but <laughs> the like scenario or something they notice. It's always like the weirdest. I don't know. I just yeah. always do you want me to go first so I don't look yeah, at yours? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this was your idea, and I think it's uh, Okay, idea. okay. So I'm going with, I'm not going with the Seattle one just because mm. I didn't want to get, I didn't want to have to take the time to look through Craigslist. So for this one, <laughs> I just went to a list of good ones so that Ooh. I knew I was only looking through hopefully good ones. Good ones, okay. So this one is titled, You Farted in Trader Joe's Man yes. for Woman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You were the tall brunette with the near-perfect body that farted in the bread section last night. I was the tall guy next to you that looked over and asked, was that you? You quickly replied, no, it wasn't me. You almost seemed insulted, I would ask. As the stink stink grew, you continued to deny your flatulence, but it was evident. I tried to get rid of the stench by waving two, two loaves of ciabatta bread. You proceeded to storm off in, in an angry manner. You are beautiful, even if you are a liar and, and fart like a quiet sail. I'd love to meet up sometime. <laughs> Misconnections. <laughs> so that was my. Oh my god. <laughs> Lovely. Wait, I do like that you said misconnections at the end. <laughs> because I'm definitely. We're gonna have to carry that yes, through. Yes, misconnections. Mis- <laughs> um, okay, you're sure. Fuck, that's so good. The title of this one is Looking for Handsome Guy with Beard. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? No, this is in kidding. Ballard. This is in Seattle. Oh, shit. Is yeah. it recent? Um, it is. It's posted oh, 10 hours ago. Okay. Ladies. No. Ladies, listen up. Men with beards. Ladies and men. Oh, true. Men. Men, men with beards. Men with, obviously, because they're looking for... It, only if you're handsome, please, handsome. <laughs> please listen yeah, if you're, if you're ugly with a beard, just stop. Just stop it please right now. Please don't listen to this podcast <laughs> <Okay>. again. <laughs> Only handsome men with beards. Okay, tell them. Listen closely. So, ahem, you were buying groceries, huh? Amazing. When we made eye it's contact. like we all do it. <laughs> we kept passing each other in the aisles, and I could tell that you wanted to start a conversation, but didn't. You had your headphones in, and I didn't want to bother you. Classic Seattle. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, but also, <laughs> I do hate when people talk to me when I have headphones in. I do. I yeah, hate that I as hate well. that. 
I just ignore them completely, yeah. honestly. I just keep walking. <laughs> you fall asleep at bus stops. I do. Like, I have done that. Yes. That's one of my favorite moves. That like, you've done. I just don't. I'm just going to close my eyes until you go. I'm, li- away. I'm, a- I'm asleep right now standing here at this bus stop, so just, you should go away. Oh my God. <laughs> you were tall with a beard and glasses. Um, I was I was wearing a flowery sundress, and my shoulder-length blonde hair was in a messy ponytail. You look between 18 and 35. <laughs> okay. Small, small window. Really so narrowing it down. This is so good. Must be handsome with beard, 18 to 35. In Ballard. Oh, yeah, in Which Ballard. Which is like or the beardiest in, in neighborhood. Ballard. May not even live there. I know this is probably hopeless, but so are all of my efforts to find a good di- a good guy on Tinder. Mm. True, true, <laughs> true, true, true. I, I don't know. I've never um, tried, but I've heard I do, hard. and it's rough. Yeah. Um, on the off chance you read this, I would love to meet up with you. We were frozen in the food aisle, and you froze the beating of my heart. <gasps> Misconnection. Misconnection. <laughs> Find true love, Seattle. This is been go get, Frisky History. Go get her. Oh my god, this is going to be like a sequel from Seattle thing. It's going to be like Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise. Sorry, Tom, I just, Tommy anytime Hanks. I think of Tom, I'm like Tom Cruise, right? That's you're, the Tom you're talking you about? I just love him god, so I hard. I love him so much. Misconnection. Misconnection. <laughs> you were in Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. I was watching. <laughs> I've watched him multiple times. I've watched your interviews. I've stalked you. You're a Scientologist, and I'm cool with it. Also, I'm married. But you're Tom Cruise, so who cares? Um, Tom Hanks and, and Meg Ryan. We're gonna. We are bringing love to Seattle. Yes. Next time, I'll use the Seattle one. Mine was from Absolutely. Connecticut, so and from 2009. So I'm pretty oh, sure man. they are either together or they're not together. I don't know. That's really good. <laughs> Good hypothesis. Um, yeah, so uh, this Thank has you. been yes. our podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. Lord Almighty. You can find us on the internet at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Frisky History. Um, you can also listen on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google maybe has one. Anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, you can direct your questions, concerns, feedback, and weird sex stories to our email at friskyhistory at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, so, bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>